Welcome to Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, our 82nd podcast for the week of November 8, 2010. I'm Chris Bevelo, president of Interval Healthcare Marketing Agency that puts on the podcast. Today with me in studio. Jackie Ritaco, account coordinator with Interval. And Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Howdy. Howdy. We have our numbers straight. Yes, 82. Okay. So Last you, week was 81, but we said 80 in the we show. We said 80. We like to throw people for a curve. See if you're paying attention. Do you throw people for a curve? <laughs> you're really, you very, throw them for a loop. You're very strong. Throw them around the curve? <laughs> throw them for a curve. All right, we're going we're gonna to have a fun show. No serious stuff today. It's about time. I know. <laughs> these are usually Our a listeners drag. have been demanding it. <laughs> What's that? I said these are usually a drag. They are. There's Dread. just Ah. All right, we're going to talk about advertising, just advertising. Uh, we're going to start with Mad Men because I know we're like way behind the cultural zeitgeist on this. Well, you're not. You've been watching it. Well, no. I mean, I was. I took for the – I think I've told this story, but I took this summer, <laughs> thanks to Netflix, over the summer I was able to watch all the old seasons of Mad Men, so three old seasons, while catching up with the current season four. And it was phenomenal. I've been pushing you guys to get into it, and you both have started, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's start with that. What are you? What are you guys thinking? How far in are you, Jackie? Second disc of season one, whatever that means. Well, no, third so disc. So I've watched six episodes. Right. That's of like season yeah, one. yeah. There's three per disc, right? So probably mm-hmm. about halfway through season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm on. I've just done episode one and two, but I, so far I really like it. I'm waiting for my wife to finish episode two so we can keep going. Ah, what do you guys like about it? It's like the vibe. I mean, it's it's interesting, assuming that that is kind of how life was or business culture, at least in this that industry mm-hmm. back then. Um, watching the differences between sexes and their gender roles and the stereotypes of the time and yeah. how they're filled. Is at first you're just like it's kind of yeah. You know we've we haven't we haven't come a long way. I mean. When you look at that, it feels like we have come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long time ago. Not I mean, that really. It I mean, takes place 50s? in like 1960, late 50s or early 60s. Right. So that's 50 years ago. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not. Oh, wow. It seems pretty. Jackie, sh- exactly. like why don't you weigh on whether we've come It's slightly exaggerated. Oh. I don't, think it, I don't think it is exaggerated. I don't think it's exaggerated. In fact, I've heard, I don't know where, so don't hold me to this. Somebody said that at the ad agency world, was, you know, at the cutting edge of all this stuff. Cutting edge right. meaning not in As, a good way, right. in a bad way. And so the, what you're seeing is almost a much more tamer version. Like the quote was something like, yeah, that's how it would have been in a bank. An ad agency would have been naked people hanging from the chandeliers. <laughs> now, I don't know whether that's true, but I don't think it's an exaggeration. Well, then we need to go back to those times. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you want some- <laughs> what? You want to go back? To- I thought you would be like... She well, wants it, naked I- people hanging from the chandeliers. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. I just felt like some of it was a little ag- exaggerated, but I don't know. Maybe not. I'm guessing. But I still not. really enjoy the enjoy the show. I mean, the gender roles in there, if that's the truth, are quite unfortunate. I the think sexism, the up. racism, the anti-Semitism. It's, I mean, it's just it's not even like it's just like putting on your clothes or watching TV is just the way it was. Right. right. I think that it's easy being that you know. Obviously, we still have sexism, racism. Um, there's still gender roles that I think we all kind of tend to fall into. 
Um, and I think, I think once you get married, you start to realize that starts to become even more obvious that you're falling into these societal norms that maybe you thought you would have not fallen into, <laughs> but all of a sudden here you are. Um, but I, 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 I'm guessing that it's not too exaggerated. I think it's, it's easy to look at today and how that stuff just is inappropriate and wrong. Right. Um, and feel like, God, if that's, it's like, that's just ridiculous. When you look at that, it's like, that's crazy. It couldn't have been like that. But I think, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was. I don't know. And I mean, it, it, I, I mean, almost liken it to like the entertainment industry. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, people are sleeping with everyone and yeah. And I, I mean, their yeah, coworkers that, and that, yeah, but that kind of stuff, I mean, some man. of this stuff still goes on. Yeah. Well, There's no. just an article about just um, not so blatantly. Some, uh, some no, some <laughs> CEO depends on the circle. There was in. a story on this on the New York. This was like let's say two weeks ago. Well, let's say a month ago. Some big corporation CEO had a profile done on the New York Times front page about how this guy was basically a Neanderthal. So even some of the things we're talking about were going on, and he engendered a culture of sexism and sex and bad behavior and all this stuff. And then, um, like, right after that article came out, the board of directors came out and said, well, we still support him, whatever. And, like, a week later, one of his senior VPs sent some nasty email throughout the organization right after all this came out. And it was just more evidence, and they fired the CEO. So I think in some industries, some corporations, it's still Oh, yeah, I'm not blatant. I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But I just Well, it would be I don't no, know. I think you I think you were saying it does still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be interesting to talk to some I mean, these dudes would be pretty old at this point if they're even still alive. Yeah, it would alive. be interesting People to who see. People lived that gener- in that era. I mean, how old would they How old would Don Draper be right now? Well, Don Draper's like, I don't even know. Is he in his, his wife's like 28 in the show. He must have been what? Early, early he's probably mid 30s in, in that show? show. Okay. So now he would be 70 something? Late 30s, yeah. Now, so what no, would he be now? 80s. 80s, yeah. So he'd still be around, most likely. His be liver would be pickled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Oh, yeah. And his lungs would be <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The cig smoking in that show. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. That's another example. Everybody of societal smokes. change. It's just yeah. everybody yeah. smokes. That's that's crazy. It's just I think what's entertaining about it. I mean, it's wrong to say that some of this this stuff is entertaining. I mean, it is entertaining. I mean, just because you know that it's not right, at least not nearly acceptable as bad. today. Yeah, it's it's inappropriate, unacceptable. Right. Um. But then just just the fact. I mean, just the whole. It's an interesting setting that it, that industry is an interesting setting. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. for great stories with advertising. Our yeah. 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 I I think it's great. I tend to like really like the the business part of it, right. not the personal side of it. Sometimes, yeah, to me it drags, and you're not even near far enough to know right. where it's going. But I won't spoil it. But it, it's just there's a lot of time. There's as much time spent on his personal life as there is in the business side, which a lot of people like, and that's fine. But because it's our business, that just fascinates me. And I what I just love is. The simplicity of what Don Draper does, the the creative, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 so simple, it's so delivered, and it's all basically him, not always coming up with the ideas, but his delivery and his confidence right. is all it takes to like win these clients and over. His looks. And it's toasted. Well, and his looks and all that, and it's just, I love how it's so pure and simple, and it just makes you wonder. Gosh, you know, does that? It I may- know that happens today still. Right. I mean, he makes it seem so easy. Yeah. 
He does, but it's interesting also to show, like, it's just in the first episode where he's struggling to come up with something for those cigarette, for the cigarette. For Lucky Strikes, I think was the right, and he company. comes up with it like at the last at the second, la- right. when they're walking out the yeah. door because yeah. they're like an frust- epiphany, they're just epiphany. pissed that that, yeah. the, that the company has nothing for them, and he's like, Boop, light comes on, right. he's like, here it is, and then his boss, Roger, yeah, well, it's his boss, in the and he's again. and he's like, um, don't think I need to tell you what you just witnessed here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Roger's gonna, probably one of the best say characters. That, I'm going to say that at a presentation sometime when you're done, and there's a like silence in the room. I'll be like. Don't think I need to tell you people what you just witnessed here. <laughs> well, I, I told you guys there's a there's a video. We'll post this video that Adam you found. We won't talk about it, but it just shows clips of Mad Men and Don Draper saying what constantly. <laughs> over and and over. one of them I recognize, and it's the first episode of season four. So when you get to it, it is like when you're in our business, it is the dream sequence for agency people. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> and when you see it, you're just gonna laugh. You're gonna you're gonna go, you're gonna cheer. It's it's hysterical. It would never. Ha- well, maybe it does happen, but you'll love it. So wait till you get to that. It's almost well, worth skipping ahead to just go. to watching it. Yeah. So anyway, but but so let's just talk about ads. Ads. We're well, not necessarily ads. We love because the first one we love. Don't we all love? We're talking about the. Yes. Well, first of all, it's the it's called the really ad from Microsoft, mm-hmm. and it's for their new mobile what. Is it their software, their phone? I don't even know. Uh, it's phone. the phone. That's well, the problem here. Was it called the cloud or something? No. Okay. It's, 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 for, it's for their software. It's their it's mobile win- software. Windows right? Phone 7 is what their software is called. They don't actually make any of the phones. There it is. So it'll yeah. be, there'll be a hardware manufacturers, whether it's Samsung or whoever, who makes the phones, and then we'll have Windows Phone 7 oh, okay. software on it. So the ad itself wasn't for a specific phone, but for the operating system. For the operating system, which oh. is is unique in a, in a few ways. It's really not, you know. It's pretty slick. I mean, even people who are diehard iPhone lovers will acknowledge that the, um, or even Android lovers, that the Windows Phone 7 operating system, um, especially the user interface, is really well done. Really nice. It is, but it's not like it's some revolutionary. It's not, but it's different. It feels different. Yeah, yeah, um, it does. If you've used a Zune, it's very similar to the Zune. The Zune isn't bad. I mean, if my, if I, if my, well, I guess I shouldn't say if my iPod died. Because I don't even use an iPod. Now that I've got an iPhone, right. I've never even touched and got like a little pile of iPods that I <laughs> touch, touched anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't if some if somebody if I like won a Zune and my iPhone died, I'd probably use the Zune for a while and give it a shot. It's it's nice. It's not a bad piece of hardware. Okay, so let's talk about the ad, which I bet a lot of people have seen. The music is the Nutcracker, is it not? Yeah, it's like okay. The, so it's oh, very yeah, recognizable yeah. music, and it basically shows in the beginning. It's kind of showing people using smartphones. And, and and in the beginning, you're not quite, you know, they're just in different scenes using smartphones. And then as the music kind of crescendos, it leads to what people do stupidly when they're on their smartphones. Kind of the, the peak of this ad is a guy drops it in the urinal and he picks it up. And the guy next to him kind of goes, really? really? And then throughout, you mm-hmm. see worse and worse uses where people are jogging and they run into people. The dad's playing catch with his son. He's on the smartphone. He's not paying attention. Husband in bed with the husband wife. Husband in bed with the hot wife, and he's not <laughs> paying attention. It's 
Awesome. That's what we all love about the right. ad, right? Because it's, it's we all want to go, you can relate. yes. You can relate to it, yeah. You can relate to it. You wish it was a PSA that everybody had to watch and, and all you self-absorbed morons who we probably all have done the things in there, not oh, drop totally. the phone in the urinal. But I hope not. <laughs> I, the, the one with the, there's a couple with kids in there that really hit me. One was playing catch. Now, I've never on my smartphone playing catch. But there's another with a family around a table, dinner table. And the two parents are on the end, they're on their smartphones, and the two kids are turned facing the camera, and they're slumped, and they're sad. <laughs> and you just go, these parents are clearly missing an opportunity to engage their kids. I know I've done that. So we can all relate to being in that, but you just wish mm-hmm. everybody would watch this and go, I'm going to change my ways and not <laughs> be or- so consumed by my stupid smartphone that I'm missing out on life. The sad part is I'm sure a lot of people watch it and are like, yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Like they're, they know I'm the one, like they're the one I'm, if it's, it's the dude who isn't paying any attention to his kids and he sees it and he laughs for that reason. Maybe, but those people are clearly so far gone yeah, from really. a lack There's of no self-awareness. Help. There's no reaching Cause up. the end shot is a toddler foreground looking, you know, really forlorn into the camera and in the background is her mom on the phone. And it's basically the message is, and this is where I think we have some debate is it's time for a smartphone to save us, or it's time for a phone to save us from our phones. And then the point of the Microsoft, whatever it's called, seven, mobile mm-hmm. seven, Windows phone seven, is that because it's so fast and so well designed that you'll be on the phone less, so you enjoy more time with your in all these scenarios, right. and you're not tied up. I um, think so. I think that's the message, right? right? But that, and that brings us to our debate, debate, in which. <laughs> It's an interesting. It's a. It seems to me like the wrong message to sell phones. If your goal is to yes. sell phones, you're basically saying, "Here's something we don't want you to use." For the most part, that's right. the message. Right. This is something you're not going to need to use. Buy it. And, and I think their message <laughs> well, is good. Go ahead, Jackie. No, go ahead. I, I just think that the the majority of the ad, you know, ninety percent of it is getting you to this point of we are all a holes when we're on our phones and. I'm going to change, and I'm not going to do these things. And then to sell me a phone, I just want to go, are you kidding me? That's what I – it's a visceral reaction. But then this software is supposedly so sweet that it allows you to do things quicker. But that's – And – I get go, go that. Ahead. Go ahead. You can finish. Yeah. That's Sorry, okay. I'm that was... Unless you're done. No, go ahead. That... My, but we – everybody – that's a pretty thin – we can all see through that because that's BS. I mean, the things that keep us on our phone for a long time are things like, this isn't going to make you Facebook faster – that's it's going to make you Facebook longer. Right. I mean, it's, you could argue the opposite you, effect. The things that keep you on your phone and engaged are not things that can be faster. I mean, if it's a phone call, if it's, I mean, those are things that you're on and off anyway. Or if you talk a long time on the phone, that's not, this isn't going to change that. Yeah. Things it, that make you stare at your phone are like social networking. This isn't going to change that. This isn't going to, a new, a, a slicker UI that's easier to use isn't going to make you spend less time doing that kind of a thing on your phone. It's just not. You could definitely argue that Maybe. I'm on Facebook, definitely. and if it's faster, then I'm just exploring more Facebook. Or I'm surfing articles, and if it's faster, I'm able to see more articles. Or I'm able to read more emails. It, there are certainly circumstances where you just want one thing, and if you can get it done quicker, that's fine. But that's not what these people in the ad are all about they're consumed by their smartphone and they're lost to the world. And something that gets them into Facebook quicker is not changing the fact that they're on Facebook. They're, they're not on Facebook to find something and be done. 
they're surfing. They're spending their time on it. So, or they're having some big it's a debatable text message. conversation with somebody else rather than just talking. Right. I think it's a debatable message because it can go either way. We know what they're trying to say. We could argue that actually it has the opposite effect. But m- the bigger point, I think, is the, to me that you're setting this up like right. this is evil and now this comes from evil people. If you're saying this is evil, what we see, that's what you get. This is bad. This is a bad part of our society. And now brought to you by the very folks responsible <laughs> for this evil in our society, that's just a disconnect. I'm not seeing the evil in that ad. I think it's more of a humorous well, takeaway. It's not, than, it's, uh, not me. It's I, not, there's it's a not lot a, of... It's, it's more of a... I mean, I, for me, it I, was. I agree. It's not, it's not obvious. It's not blatant. But it's definitely... It's like that subconscious message yeah. it's not an obvious message it's a subconscious i thing. think some of it is evil i mean it's not just humorous pratfalls it's parents ignoring their kids Doc- it's, it's people it's surges not paying attention it's people running into people which happens all that stuff happens right some of that's not funny the picture of the kids looking into the camera is not supposed to be See, funny i missed that but i wasn't looking for the well, maybe because you don't have kids, it doesn't resonate with you as much as it did for me. Probably. The end shot is a toddler who looks like mommy doesn't care about me. That's not funny. It's not. I don't think it's funny. So, there. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I really. I think you guys are. I think it's. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm very aware of that now that I have a child. I really, really try to not use my, my phone, iPad, anything. Um, when Max is awake and alert and wanting to, it's needing, so needing attention, tempting because you think I can do two things at once. Right. That's what gets me is like I can I can answer my email and I can have my kids around or whatever, and you can't. It's one or the other. It really is. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as what's it called multitasking. Right in you, real life, you can't really. I mean, you can have all those things going on, but you clearly can't be doing them all to the maximum effect because you can't focus on all things at once. So if I'm on, if I'm trying to read an email and my kid's talking to me, there's no possible way I'm doing both of those well. Right. So yeah, trying to like shut that stuff down, put it away. I think it's a powerful message. That's why I think it should be a PSA, mm-hmm. not yeah. just a an ad. Microsoft Seven will help you with that. Yeah, by it's a great not it's a, a great phone. societal message. And I know that. Um, Maybe that was their point. Well, I think that's why you. I think that's why you love it. It's why I like it too. I think it's why we. All, it's and what we all like about it. Um, but I know that you're like you're you're the person in the office who is really like, all right, you you guys, we're gonna recycle. You know, you're you're kind of the one in our office who keeps us thinking. Uh, not, I should say, thinking appropriately. <laughs> thinking appropriately. <laughs> thinking yeah. appropriately. She feeds inappropriateness yeah. as much as we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly does. No, but you're, I mean, I think that, that that's just something that really, not that it doesn't drive Chris and I either in life, but I think that you're really driven by that. Um, yeah. Being green and that kind of, being just responsible um, environmentally, right. so, you know, um, societally, that kind of stuff. So I think... To me, that's at least that's what I would see. That's why I would think that this message would really resonate with you, even maybe more than us on that level. To, to me, yeah. that would be the equivalent of an ad that showed people accidentally shooting themselves with with handguns, and then in, and yeah. the tragedies of it, and then brought to you by Smith and Wesson. We have a lock <laughs> on our gun, and, but, and I would just be like, "You just made me feel awful about guns, and now you're trying to sell me a gun." 
that to me is, I mean, that's an extreme. But it's almost kind of like reverse psychology a little bit. I mean, they're saying how obnoxious cell phone use can be, but they're putting it out. I mean, and you think about Microsoft now when you think about things like that, potentially, right? I think about Microsoft as as one of the evil perpetrators of time suck because well, the their okay. stuff is so bad. Well. No, I do. When I got to the end of that ad, the way I first encountered this ad, I was walking I'm, through the living room. I heard the music. It caught me. I went and I saw this ad. I'm like, this is awesome. I love what this is doing. And then it was Microsoft. And I'm like, first of all, A, you're selling me a phone. And B, damn, Microsoft, you're the last people I believe that are going to save me time. Right. right? But we're that's a little, we're a little different audience than yes, maybe. Yes, that's true. But that's why I didn't bring that up initially. It could have been anybody selling a phone, and I would have thought that was an off message. It's an interesting approach. It is. For sure. Yeah, it, it gets your attention, yeah. and it's yeah. a great ad up to that point. Again, I just think you have to pay attention in advertising to the visceral part, the, the emotional part of what you're doing. It can't just be a logical, well, this is what we mean by this. If you're getting people up in arms about what they see, and then you're – the ones that are part mm-hmm. of that, that's where I just think there's a disconnect in right. how people feel about it. But yeah, maybe it's just, I know it's not just me, but. That's one of those ads where I feel like if you aren't paying attention, and we obviously are, you'd watch it a few times and not know who the end. And I've had a couple people comment. User or the end product is really. Yeah. yeah. I shared it on Facebook and I had a couple people say, yeah, it's a great ad. I can't tell you who did it because I don't know within the <laughs> yeah. first 30 right, seconds. because you wouldn't expect it to be. But that's, that whole thing is like. You know, somebody who says, if you don't know who did it in the first 30 seconds, then it's a bad ad. No, this ad is so compelling Mm -hmm. that most people stick all the way through to the end. The problem is then they're not making a strong enough connection, apparently, for those people that don't know who it's from. Part of it is that you don't see it to the end. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to hear what other people think about it, too. Yeah, it's been a hot topic on um, a number of the podcasts that I've uh, listened to. This ad? What are people saying? Kind of a lot of what this is kind of a similar discussion to what they're having. You've got people who just think it's humorous and they think it's catchy for that idea. And you've got people who are saying this, that they think. So you're trying to sell a phone by saying you shouldn't spend time on the phone. And this is you're showing a problem that you're a major that you're the cause of or that you're a big part of. You know, you can't even really, you know. I think it's it's probably unfair to blame phone makers for our. Yes. Becoming absorbed in those in, the, That's in like their product, blaming gun makers for gun accidents, right? Right. I mean, somebody had to leave the freaking gun laying around so the kid could find it, right? Not to get political, <laughs> but same argument, right? It's it's and it's. I mean, if we're not absorbed in that, if people want to be absorbed in something, they're going to find something to be absorbed in, whether it's their phone or something else. If they're striving, I don't know for if that. that's the case because we weren't absorbed in things before. We're absorbed in them because it's accessible and easy. So, so I don't agree that if these weren't there, we'd be absorbed in something else. We'd be absorbed in the things in our life that maybe matter more. That's what the ad is kind of trying to say. Maybe. You'd yeah. be absorbed in conversation with people. You'd be absorbed in playing catch with your kid. You'd be absorbed in work or whatever. But these things make it so easy to be distracted and I don't blame the phone makers for that. I mean, they, they're useful tools. So right. it's up to us as a society to figure out that that's not the right way to use them. That's why they call them crackberries. It's hard. All right. <laughs> How are we doing on time? 
Uh, got some time. We're okay. at 24 minutes. We want to also talk about E-Trade. Did we talk about this on a podcast before? Well, Adam and I kind of poo-pooed it. We've ta- I think we've, we've covered E-Trade ads at least twice in the past. Right. But I, I think recently we... I brought it up to you guys off podcast. It was offline. <laughs> yes. And Adam and I poo-pooed it. And Jackie was like, what are you talking about? And then we pulled forward some ads that I have to agree with Jackie. They're pretty... They're funny. They're These funny. are the baby ads. They're just getting stale for me. They're just it's because they're doing the same thing over and over. They're fun. They're funny, but it's it's the same thing over and over. Yeah, again. but some of the recent ones. So, what's the one you like the best, Jackie? The more of the newer ones. I like the one where he's in his crib and he has a timeout, and there's the dog in there. Right. He has a timeout for apparently riding the dog. Riding riding the dog like a small horse. It's not acceptable in this establishment. And then so, he pulls out his iPad, yep. and then the mom comes in and takes it away, and he pulls out his. Mobile phone. Right. And then he's smartphone. like, he's in solitary. And he's going, nobody knows. <laughs> and then the one that I saw that I liked is where he's with his buddy. And he wants to, his buddy's talking about how he just did something on E-Trade. He's like, oh, yeah, now you can get the whole history on there. and Or you can see your stuff online. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah. The, the friend's kind of nervous. He's like, let's pull it up. Show me. Let's look at it. And he's like, no, no, I, I'm done I'm looking log- at I it. I logged out. Don't yeah. And, and then the. And the guy's like, no, look, there's a history. And the other guy's like, oh, there's a history to my browser. <laughs> he does, obviously doesn't want him to see what he looked at. And then the voiceover is, I wrote it down. He kind of clicks on, and the two kids just, like, stare at the screen. The cycle complete. The male wildebeest returns to propagate the herd. <laughs> and you hear, like, <laughs> <laughs> And the main baby's like, can you send me this link? You forward me this link. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> so it's still funny. It's, it's, I think they can, they've kept it humorous. I mean, I laugh every time I see them, and they're getting creative with, you know, the baby's using an iPad and the... Right. I don't know. So still I on message. Still I don't think message. they're all as funny. The first couple were so funny. The clown one is probably one of the best ads of all time, where he talks about it, didn't realize it'd be so creepy. I think what I roll my eyes at most about the ads is that that, that, con- that approach is so overdone putting adult mouths and voices to things that what shouldn't have now? them. I don't know if it was when Yeah, it was out. it beforehand? Well, maybe. Uh, yeah, other people have done it. I wouldn't say it It's was just cliche. over. It's pretty overdone. I mean, I don't even know who pioneered it. When I think of that. Pampers. One of <laughs> adult mouth on baby. I always think back to Conan O'Brien when he would have the screen would drop down and right. it would be like Arnold Schwarzenegger or somebody right. in the <laughs> mouth on there. Can I tell you Martha about one Stewart. ad I hate involving babies? Actually, yeah, it's not may. babies, but for some reason, Are you a baby hater? <laughs> it is so bad. I can't tell you the, the brand name because I don't lover. know, but it's a toilet paper, and it involves a cartoon bear. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Have to do with the babies? I, uh, yeah, but for some reason, I think there's a baby in the ad. No, it's like no, something else. it's a baby L. bear. Cottonelle. Cottonelle. Yeah, but, it it's, but for some reason, I think of kids because of the way of like, it's deep, 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 deep well, music, it's, and it's like a kid's it's a cartoon. Well, it's a cartoon that's yeah, animated in kind of a children's right. style, so it feels very... And you know what the point of the ad is, right? Because they visually show it. I don't, you can't even bear to bring it, say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. That the TP might get stuck? Yes! <laughs> this is your ad? This is your benefit you're selling me? But that's a cute way to show it. What? No! Yes, but... No, it's better than real life. Why? Who yeah, thinks that this is the <laughs> toilet distinguishing? Angle this is the distinguishing attribute of our toilet paper, and we are going to demonstrate it in a TV ad. It doesn't stick to your bum on hole. a bear's behind. No dingleberry. <laughs> 
I mean, I can't, I can't believe you that makes the You had to air. drop the dingleberry, didn't you? I can't believe that makes the air. <laughs> Honest to goodness, I can't. It's, it's well, I mean. That's brutal. It's brutal. And, and maybe it's more brutal in that they're handling it with this kid cartoon. <laughs> they're, they're handling this disgusting topic with, you know, like they're trying to deflect the fact that this is disgusting with this ridiculous <laughs> PBS style cartoon bear. It's pretty. Uh, well, I mean, I've never really cared for the ads, period, but. I can see where you're coming from. When I see it and I see the visual, I just go, you've got to be kidding me. It's you're kinda, actually it's, showing it's this. <laughs> There's a baby bear in it. Yeah, there is. Okay. I think the baby bear is the one with the leave behind. <laughs> with the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the one, yeah, so no one, the one with it. the smoothest butt is the one that's going to have the <laughs> toilet paper sticking? I don't think so. No. Anyway. I mean... Advertising to a paper would be a whole other ball game, but I think if you wanted to sell that attribute, I would use humor to do it, not cloying kid cartoon bear. Well, probably because yeah. that just like perverts it even more so <laughs> than what it was before. <laughs> You're reading into this a little, a little too deep. Well, I do that. <laughs> All right, do we have any other quick ads we want to throw out? Uh, we could quickly talk about the. Oh yeah, Tom Tom voices. There's You've nothing... been dying to get this on there. Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we don't have to. It. Yeah, we could share links to it. But just Tom Tom has had. Um, they've been offering custom voices for their navigation systems uh, for a while now. A couple for of years, GPS maybe. Yeah, for their GPS. So turn by turn, you'd have. I think. I think the first ones were Simpsons voices. You could have Homer Simpson giving you directions rather Ew. than the uh, British woman voice that's on there right. by default. Um, but they're adding more and more, and they made some uh, uh, promos for their latest Darth Vader and Yoda voices, and the promos are just hilarious. If you're, if you're, I mean, assuming you know anything about Star Wars or have seen them, yeah. um, which I'm guessing most people have and do know a little bit, um, they're pretty funny. They're recording sessions where they're trying to get Darth Vader or Yoda to record, you know, all the things you might hear to yeah. GPS, yep. and it's. You know, it's just the things that happen are so funny. <laughs> you know, Darth Vader can't get the words right, the lines right. And there's a scene that he came and described that was the funniest to me where the guy's getting so frustrated in the sound booth. He's like, let's just slip, let's just go to page five. And they cut to a scene of Darth Vader and he's got like papers in both hands, like the script. And he's like looking between them and he's like totally disoriented. And you can just tell he's confused, like page five. And then the guy's like, okay, well, let's go to page seven. He's like, page seven? I don't even have a page seven. And he's in his Darth Vader voice and it's really funny. It's pretty good. The Darth Vader one's funnier than Yoda. But Yoda's they, good yeah, too. Yoda's good too. Because Yoda, I mean, he like always. Right. He like reverses his sentences. Right. When he's Left, talking. you must turn. Love, you must do. <laughs> And neither one of them side. can say roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> they, all, they both want to say roundabout. Roundabout or something. Uh, roundabout. Roundabout. And so Vader. when you see one that's and then you cute. see Dar- you know, Yoda do the same thing, <laughs> that's funny too. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, all right. Yanny we'll, Hooter. We'll post we'll all post of those. Up. Okay, do we have to be done? We do. We have to eat lunch. That was fun. Right. <laughs> it was. For Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Bevelo. Jackie Ritaco. Adam Meyer. See you next week on the dark side. Oh, <laughs>